Hi, and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and science graduate specializing in genetics, immunology, and citizen science, Emma Perfetto, is telling us about lion oxytocin. And I am Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician, fluid mechanist, and connoisseur of lion kings. So African lions are big cats that were once widespread across Africa and Asia, but a toxic combination of human conflict, hunting, and habitat loss has seen numbers plummet for decades and by over 40% in just the last three generations. They now occupy only 8% of their historic habitat, consigned to small isolated pockets or wilderness dotted over southern and eastern Africa. And the threat remains, so moving lions to conservation reserves becomes crucial to maintaining an insurance population and genetic diversity. So this sounds all fine, Emma. What could possibly go wrong with relocating lions and how is science going to save the day? So lions are really social animals. They live in prides, which you might know of, Mm -hmm. uh, which are comprised of a few adult males, some related females and the cute little cubs. Cute little baby cubs, just like in The Lion King and you want to hug them, but you're not allowed to because they're wild wild animals. (laughs) Definitely shouldn't be hugging the cubs, unfortunately. But when you take unfamiliar individual lions and put them all in the same area and expect them to coexist peacefully or even form new prides, that doesn't always work out. Right. Aggression can be a real challenge for these lions, uh, but it turns out that the love hormone might just be the answer. Oh, okay. So the love hormone. What, what is What is this magical love hormone? Tell me everything about it, Emma. You've probably heard of it before. It's called oxytocin Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a hormone that acts as a neurotransmitter in the brain. Uh, It's called the love hormone because it's thought to be a driving force behind attraction and caregiving and its levels actually increase in the brain while you're hugging someone. Oh, that's nice. I like that. So the brain's oxytocin system has been really strongly linked to enhanced pro-social behaviour. And because African lions are highly social and live in really complex social groups, they're a really good model for researching the behavioural effects of oxytocin on group dynamics. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're using lions and we're going to test, we're we're doing some testing and it has to do with oxytocin. What did they do? What did they do to the lions with the oxytocin? I'm very interested. (laughs) It's, it's a very interesting thing that they did uh, and tool that they used in particular. So the study took place in a wildlife reserve in Dinakeng, South Africa, mm-hmm. uh, over the course of uh, two summers in 2018 and 2019. Um, so a team of researchers led by an animal biologist and a neuroscientist from the University of Minnesota mm-hmm. coaxed lions up to their enclosure <laughs> enclosure fence with some raw meat as a little bit of a treat. Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, it wouldn't coax me to do anything, but I'm sure if I were a lion, then that would be great. Couldn't resist. <laughs> Once there, they, while the lion was snacking on their treat, were <laughs> able to spray oxytocin or a control of just some saline solution mm-hmm. up the lion's noses <laughs> with a tool called a devilbus atomizer, uh, but actually, it just kind of looks like an antique perfume bottle. 
Oh, well, that's cute. I feel like that works well with this, like, lions in love, like, old cartoon, like, retro kind of perfume bottle. Maybe there's a love potion in there. Okay, perfect. Love potion in a perfume bottle. Love it. Yep. (laughs) So they dosed all the lions in the enclosure at roughly the same time in groups of five or six Mm -hmm. and studied the effects of the oxytocin on their group behavior compared to the saline and just a baseline behavior when they weren't dosed with anything. Okay, sure. So they studied their behaviour in three different trials, which were meant to study different parts of behaviour. Okay. So in trial one, uh, which was designed to sort of encourage playful behaviour among the group members, they gave them a pumpkin, one of their (laughs) favourite toys, to play with. Okay, well, that's my new fun fact of the day. Lions love to play with a pumpkin. (laughs) I figured they roll around, you can probably bite into them, and maybe they're playing soccer. It's true. It's just like a ball, but it's a lion-proof ball because if they buy any other ball, it will pop. Exactly. Yeah, great. So by recording their interactions on video, they noted each animal's position and posture every 10 seconds for five minutes to study how close the lions would allow each other to approach. Okay. So after the lions were given oxytocin, and this is really interesting, the average distance between them halved from about seven metres with no treatment to three and a half meters so they allowed each other to get closer wow okay so by spraying them in the face with oxytocin what we've established is that lions will share their pumpkin and they can (laughs) all play pumpkin together so that's good news it's enhancing the pro-social behavior within the group yeah (laughs) with pumpkins with pumpkins pumpkin soccer so in the second trial that they did they replaced the pumpkin with a yummy blood popsicle Delicious for lions and vampires alike. Especially in the heat of summer. True. Refreshing. But there wasn't so much of an increase in tolerance in this situation, which you can kind of understand who wants to share their popsicle. Well, exactly. It sounds delicious. It's a delicious treat. I don't want anyone else licking my popsicle, but I'm happy to share my pumpkin ball. Exactly. So the first animal to reach the food behaved possessively by growling and snarling at any approaching companions, preventing them from moving too close um, during each of, you know, saline, baseline and oxytocin trials. Okay. So, so far what I'm interpreting this as it's good news if I'm a pumpkin because I'm making everyone play well together. But if I were prey, for example, Mm -hmm. this is, I mean, this is bad news. (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. And so the last trial that they did was used to mimic a territorial challenge from an intruder. So they played recordings of roars from unfamiliar lions just outside of the enclosure. And the oxytocin dose lions did show a decreased vigilance behavior towards this potential intruder. Um, So they roared significantly less because roars in lions are used to signify like this is my territory stay away and they were also less visibly agitated compared to when just given saline or nothing at all okay so that's really interesting so what does all of this mean for lions emma exactly we know that oxytocin can do some good things for their pro-social behavior but why is this important at all (laughs) so these findings suggest that by dosing lions with oxytocin, you could increase pro-social behavior between like familiar lions within the group, Mm -hmm. but importantly, also between unfamiliar individuals 
sort of indicated by that third trial. Right. This could be helpful in both captive and wild lion introductions uh, on reserves, for example. So the current practices surrounding that involve the use of pharmaceuticals like tranquilizers or what's known as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, you might know as SSRIs, uh, antidepressants for lions pretty much. Wow. Okay. So if we can avoid giving lions antidepressants, that sounds like a good thing. Exactly. And it's also a good thing because these don't really minimize the fear and aggression that may prevent the forming of those long-term social bonds that are really necessary when you want them to form prides or even just coexist in the same yeah. area. They don't need to be in the same prides. They just need to not go at it. <laughs> yeah, they, they just need to be, yeah, exactly. They need to be able to coexist without wanting to hurt each other and share their pumpkins. And if, yeah, so the oxytocin sounds like it's really doing that in a way that giving lions antidepressants or tranquilizers, it's not really working. Exactly. So um, according to the lead author of this study, Jessica Burkhart, a PhD candidate in the Lion Research Center at the University of Minnesota in the US, uh, the hope is that this research will translate to animals being relocated in the wild, helping them to become more inclined to their new social environment so that they're more curious and less fearful and leading to more successful bonding. Well, that sounds lovely. I feel like that was a really nice ending to that story. It had everything. It had meat popsicles, it had pumpkins, and now it has the potential for these lions to coexist with each other when we move them to safer places. Because again, as always happens on Cosmos Science Daily, it turns out that humans ruined a bunch of things for a bunch of other people or animals, and now we have to fix it. It's it's a reoccurring uh, theme, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, but... Thank you very much, Emma, and thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. 